0: Welcome. My name is Dr. Lara May, and I am your host of Light Body Radio. And this week we have a special treat. We are joined by Stephanie May, a licensed medical massage therapist. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. This is my first podcast. Cool. Been- Yay! Welcome. What are we going to talk about today? Um. Well, given the current State of not just our country but the world right now. Um, I thought talking about immunity would be stellar because I think I think a lot of people have a certain concept of immunity, and you know where are we're running out of certain supplies in in that in that way of thinking, and so I think it's uh, just always. A good idea to remind people of other ways that they can stay safe and stay healthy and naturally fabulous, I totally agree, but before we get to that, tell me about you How are you different from uh, I guess a typical massage therapist that you might go see at like say a massage envy or a spa um well. Uh, Quite a few ways. Um, So I'm also, in addition to my massage credentials, I'm also um, a certified personal trainer um, and a therapy exercise specialist, um, which actually led to my massage um, specialty in the medical field um, by working. Most of my experience has been in physical therapy and chiropractic offices, um, working in rehabilitation. So natural pain relief. Um, the the National Certification Board has a special distinction for board certification versus regular certification. So, I'm actually a board certified massage therapist. Okay, so you have a, you have a very specific way that you look at the human body, correct? Yes, I pull from yes, I pull from a lot of different schools of thought. You know, between health and different fields of health and wellness. Um, I also have a bachelor's in kinesiology and I am studying, uh, to get my doctorate in acupuncture. That's Mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah. So, um, that's really cool. So you implement these different things when you're working with a, a patient or a client, I would assume as well, correct? Yes. Every single one of my services, um, We all, if you're a first-time patient of mine, we always do a very thorough consult. Uh, I have a very thorough intake form, which most people aren't used to just to go get a massage, Um, and that's because I'm looking at a lot of other things. A lot of my patients that come to me are actively in pain or actively having um, an issue in their life, whether, you know, maybe they're having issues with sleep or, Maybe they've developed an autoimmune disorder um, and they're having issues with that and they need help relaxing and, and calming down their their nervous system to reduce flare-ups. So with that said, there's a lot of things I like to look at and I like to screen for. And So also within that context, so then let's talk about immunity. So when someone, um, I think autoimmune dysfunction is a perfect Sort of context to maybe put this in. So, because immunity is such a big, broad topic, Uh, let's let's bring it down and put it into some context that our audience can maybe uh, relate to. Or even if you don't really relate to the autoimmune, you could at least, you know, um, it's more specific so we can get into the nitty gritty. So, let's say you have a patient coming in, autoimmune history, whether it's, you know, thyroiditis or rheumatoid arthritis or you know, any um any autoimmune dysfunction um so how does immunity factor into that for them from your perspective um well i think one um one of the things you you need to know or understand um with that is that when you have an autoimmune something in your Obviously, something in your body, a natural process in your body, isn't working correctly, um, and in a way, your 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 body is kind of attacking itself. Um, granted, that can be seen in psoriasis or, like you said, thyroid issues or arthritis. There's a, even diabetes. All of these things are different autoimmunities, and they work in different ways. Um, but with that said, my primary goal is to not, is to reduce flare ups. And that means reducing inflammation. Um, so inflammation doesn't just, yes, it, it, it's typically thought of when you think of inflammation, you typically think of it, um, like with an injury, like, Oh, I fell and hurt my knee and it's big and red and swollen, but that's not the only way your body can be inflamed. Right, um, I mean. some, sometimes there's inflammation going on systemically that you don't see until, you, you know your your skin starts turning red and flaking or you know maybe you start gaining weight and that's that's when you end up finding out it's a thyroid thing instead so i think my primary goal when when i see some of these autoimmunes is is just to calm everything down obviously with me with massage yes we want to relax you but that's not always our first goal um, if someone's in pain and it's due to a biomechanical issue, then I'm going to look at your your alignment and release some tissues so you can stand better and therefore function better and reduce your pain that way. But in this situation, yes, my number one goal would be to reduce that inflammation and calm calm down all the systems and get them working together. Because when we are inflamed, whether it be acute or chronic, that puts us at greater risk, right? For acquiring an infection or being more susceptible to infection, our body, if it's already being sort of having this onslaught of, of inflammation, then it is not as strong at fighting off Absolutely, your body your Correct. body is always trying to maintain homeostasis, and that's you know very simply put, that's that's how your immune system works. When something goes wrong, your body sends in all its troops um, to fix it. Whether it's attacking a virus or healing a torn tissue, your body rushes to that spot to heal it and fix it. So when you have one thing going on, it does lower your defense other defenses for that reason. So when you're already immunocompromised, that's why it makes you more susceptible to develop other things. And that's what we're seeing right now is that it's not just our seniors um, that are the most vulnerable um, to getting this virus, but it's also the immunocompromised. So yes, that does mean children, that does mean millennials, that means anyone with, you know, and people don't think, oh, I have arthritis and that could make me more susceptible to get a virus but it absolutely could yes I had that thought when my husband and I were in Italy for two weeks Uh, it was going to be three but it got cut short but that was my thought too because Italy is unusual because they're one of the blue zones of the world right and if a blue zone is a place where you have a large population of people that live to be over a hundred and so Italy is one Japan is one and that's one of the reasons that Italy has been so hard hit by COVID-19 is because, and you've seen that with that population. Absolutely. And one of my first thought when this whole thing started unfolding was it'll be interesting because it will get to the U S and now it, it's here. But I thought, well, I wonder how you'll see it manifest differently because we don't have that healthy of a population of younger people And middle-aged people, and and then uh, you know above that the geriatric population. So I was curious to see how it's going to affect all of our people, all of our people that have diabetes, all of our people that have asthma and lung disorders, Mm -hmm. all of these things that we really affect our the different, like you just pointed out, the different age groups that so far we haven't in other parts of the world where maybe the health is not so compromised until you get to a later stage in life. Right. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And that is kind of why the seniors are so extremely susceptible because at, at their age, you know, they do have these other things going on. Um, Mm -hmm. they do have arthritis, they do have, you know, maybe a a geriatric version of diabetes, you know, that they haven't typically haven't had before. Um, Mm So they, because of their age alone, you know, they most likely have comorbid Mm -hmm. conditions and are more susceptible. Right. So, uh, you know, you can also have cancer or you've had cancer in the past and going through that treatment has left you with a weakened immune system or, you know, there's so, so many different things. And so, um, so with that being said, then how do we, how do we support ourselves? What is what is your approach to supporting that immune system to um, to giving us the best chance we can um, without living at the doctor's office? Oh, living at the doctor's office—that's something <laughs> I'm so very familiar with. Um, um, yes, it's not fun to do that. Um, I feel like I spent a lot of my childhood in a doctor's office, and I and which is how I kind of came to where I am and took the, the career path that I took um, as someone myself that um, I do consider myself to be immunocompromised, even though I also consider myself to be a relatively healthy person. I have to try to do that. Um, I've had viral meningitis twice. I've had appendicitis um and I have had some struggles with blood sugar in my past. So, with all that said, if if I can do it, then everyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I do have to be careful. But knock on wood, you know, I don't I don't have this thing yet. Um, and actually, for the first time in my life, I have not been sick. And I think it's almost two years. I think in June it'll have been two years since I've actually um, been like more than just like, Oh, I'm not feeling well today. I think I'm going to go to bed. May, I may have like a little bit of a slight fever. Um, and one of the ways that I've done that I've managed to do that, um, is with one of the topics I want to talk about today. There's, there's a, there's so many ways you can boost your immune system naturally without relying on all these chemicals and bleach and, and all these other things that can do, actually harm to our body as well um but focusing on the one we want to talk about today is epsom salts um and epsom salt soaks um they they are amazing for our body okay so what is epsom what is an epsom salt how is that um, different from our table salt so it's not an actual salt um it's magnesium sulfate um and there's there's more than there's so many benefits, but, um, I just want to focus on a few. So obviously most people have heard of these for muscle relief, taking an Epsom salt bath. Um, it helps relieve your pain and your stiffness. Um, but one of the other things that it can do is it can increase absorption of vitamin D. Um, and without going into a big chemistry lesson vitamin d That's is okay good. i do that all the time on the show <laughs> <laughs> well i'm going, going to do it <laughs> i am going to say that vitamin d helps boost boost immunity and it also actually helps um it 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 indirectly can uh, affect your serotonin levels um and therefore help with mood disorders um And which also your mental health is directly correlated to your physical health. Um, So I will say that if you would like to go into more, a more detailed explanation of how vitamin D affects, I will will throw the ball over to you. (laughs) Sure. So technically speaking in the chemistry world, magnesium sulfate is technically a form of salt. Um, it's not table salt is sodium chloride. So Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. So right, yes. that's what I meant. It's not yeah. table salt. Yeah, it's not <laughs> table salt at all. Actually, so, yeah. Do not eat it. We're not eating bath salts today. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. But yeah, so magnesium has oh wow, so many functions in the body. Right, you touched on that a little, and a lot of people don't realize that. If you are deficient in magnesium, then that also can exacerbate in, um, which means make worse, maybe a vitamin D deficiency. So yes, in order, you have to have magnesium present in order for all of your vitamin D processes to work appropriately too. So those two are really important to go hand in hand. And magnesium is a smooth muscle relaxer. So that's why when you put it in the bath, You feel relaxed because it's absorbed through your skin, which is your largest organ, and it helps actually relax those muscles through the whole muscle contraction and relaxation process. All right, so that's as much geeky science as I will give for now. Let's see what else we get into. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going, keep going. (laughs) Okay, let's see. So what did I list? I listed two, or actually I listed three. We talked about the vitamin directly absorbing vitamin D, but then we also talked about, um, an indirect effect of vitamin D on your mood. We did the soreness. So that's three. So, um, another one, number four, um, is it helps flush out toxins in your body. Um, and again, I will let you get super geeky on this, but I will just say most, most toxins, um, are stored in your fat cells. So, Um, when we're flushing these things out, we're, we're kind of pulling them out of there. Um, and therefore when we do flush out our body, um, typically that also goes hand in hand with hydrating, um, it can aid in weight loss. Um, so there's two more, um, Mm -hmm. if you want to, if you want to go on that. Well, um, I agree with all of that, that you just said, and I have another good one that I think a lot of people don't think about. Is that magnesium is actually um, can be useful in preventing kidney stones and gallstones, and I don't think a lot of people know that. And I know a huge amount of people suffer with kidney stones and urinal yes. stones, and they are extremely painful. So, um, making sure that you have a regular intake of magnesium is really important, yes. Yeah, so, actually, that it well, that kidney and gallstones was not going to be but one of the things I was going to mention so next one um it reduces hardening of the arteries um which is you know a a similar process to stones when these calcifications occur in our body um so I don't know if you want to Yeah. yeah go get geeky girl get it (laughs) so <laughs> yeah, so a lot of us it's been drilled into our brain to take calcium. You don't want to be calcium deficient. It's so important for bone loss, blah blah blah. But we <laughs> <laughs> but we've noticed the we the scientists, people that are in the healthcare field as well have noticed that there's this correlation with increase of calcium supplement taking and sometimes increased risk of cardiovascular events and the hardening and calcium deposits actually showing up in the arteries and the veins I'm Like, oh that's weird what's going on so we found that if someone is magnesium deficient then that can again not it can cause your body not to absorb the calcium as efficiently and so then it just builds up on the plaques that are already there maybe. And so it just adds to a problem. So having enough magnesium really helps your body digest and absorb calcium appropriately, digest and absorb vitamin D appropriately. And all of this works together to keep your veins and arteries happy and smooth and relaxed instead of hardened and angry and all gnarled and contracted. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So, going on um with with all these other things um that it's relaxing and, allow, and allowing to you know keep moving the uh, that also includes nerve function so when you relax your muscles um and, and you and you stay hydrated and you keep things flowing your nerves can actually function more optimally you know your when your muscles aren't clenching those nerves um I think a good a good visual, a good example to go with is sciatica. Um, a lot of times in that situation when people are having that pain, they, the sciatic nerve is literally pinched by your, not just your biomechanics, but also some really gripped muscles. So when you get in there and you release the hip, it, it releases that pinching. Um, and so... Kind of think of it that way when these Epsom salts are, you know, relaxing these muscles, they're also improving nerve function. So, anything you want to add to that? Well, do you have an opinion about the uh, efficacy or um, between taking it orally versus the bath? Um, that is something, yeah, that um, I typically, I I typically prefer soaks. Now, that doesn't have to mean a full bathtub. Um, in fact, a lot of people don't have a bathtub. And the minute you mention Epsom salts, they immediately are just like, nope, don't have a bathtub, sorry. Um, but the good news is, you really only need to do like a 20-minute foot soak. Now, granted, are you going to have more results, you know, on a larger scale if you do a full bath? Absolutely, because that's just you know mathematics. But Doing a 20 minute foot soak, even if you can't do it every day, just doing a 20 minute foot soak weekly um, is is going to have all of these benefits just on a smaller scale. So you you just need you just need like a bucket or like one of those little foot spa things if you really want to go for it. But anytime you absorb things, your skin is an organ. So anytime you absorb something through the skin, especially. And instead of a lotion when you would be sitting in water, um, I think your body I think your body is gonna respond to it better than going through the digestive process because so many things can happen in the digestive process, especially. I mean I could go we could have a whole other podcast on supplements and supplementing and what happens in the digestive process sure, um, do it. <laughs> so I really think if you're wanting to take them orally, um, just with supplements, I think, I think liquid forms, gel caps or, you know, tinctures are always, are always best, but that's why I prefer, I prefer soaking. I would not, I typically don't, um, recommend, you know, um, uh, orally taking, you know, taking magnesium orally just for that reason, because I think your body's going to absorb the amount it wants to absorb, and it's going to absorb it more optimally than it does if it goes through the digestive tract. It, it does, yes. I, I agree with you. And it's really interesting. I'm sure anyone out there that's ever had any sort of bowel procedure, whether it was an upper scope or a lower scope um, into your bowels, has had to do the prep which includes drinking a lot of, you know, not tasty liquid. Most of the time, if you've ever read the label, it has magnesium in it. And so magnesium has the wonderful ability to make you poop a lot once you reach the upper threshold. So your body can, the the whole point is your body can only absorb so much through the mouth and through the gut. But your skin on the other hand, like you said, is an organ. It's actually your largest organ. And so, yes, sitting in a bath warm water opens the pores and allows your body to absorb magnesium so much more efficiently and effectively than um, taking it orally. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, And one of the things I'm just going to add to that is um, I I think most of us know the pruney fingers that we all get when we're in a bath. um, And that's kind of the visual I had in my head when I think, you know, yes. When you have a scope of um, uh, uh, of that sort, and you need to clean out, you're you're consuming massive doses of of that. You're consuming more than your body would typically want. <laughs> um, and the fabulous thing about your fingers getting pruny when you're in a bath is that your body basically saying, "Okay, I've had enough. I don't need any more. Like I'm my my cells are oversaturated. Like I'm I'm good." And so it's a nice little, it's a nice little gauge of, of how much your body wants and needs and mm-hmm. without having to give it too much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all, and I, and I love that you brought that in. Yes, it is. Um, it is, you know, a diuretic um, of some sorts, you know, it, it will clean you out. I mean, it is not one of, that is not one of the benefits of it that I listed in my top 10. I actually listed... <laughs> Ten benefits of Epsom salts without having to talk about that one because I think that is the number one thing that actually scares people away. We're not afraid to talk about poop on this show. No, I, I love talking <laughs> about poop. It's great. I but I think a lot of people aren't. Oh, you know, I think when people think Epsom salts, they 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 think, oh, that's a laxative, right? Um, and yes, absolutely, it can be used for that. But it doesn't have to be. If you do a twenty-minute foot soak, if you do. I think the other night I zoned out to my meditation music and I was in the bathtub for a good 35 minutes. Um, And by no means was, was I on the toilet, you know, excessively after that. Um, It would, it, it takes, it takes an excessive amount of, of Epsom salts of mag of magnesium to Clean you out like that, so don't be afraid of that. Yeah, I if would take the bath if you do a regular foot soak. Like you're not going to be on the toilet for an hour after that. Yeah, no, only if you take it orally and if you're taking magnesium orally, if you're taking a larger dose, or Correct. if you're drinking the liquid, like you see those mag citrate bottles in the pharmacy section, those Correct. are specifically intended to clean you out or keep you regular or help with constipation. Yes, um, but if you again, if you're taking a bath you're not going to lose your bowels. So don't be afraid of that. (laughs) But also too, (laughs) but absorbing that magnesium can help your body stay regular. Absolutely. Yeah. And suffer from chronic constipation. It might be something to think about because you could be magnesium deficient, which could be contributing to some constipation. So absolutely. I think there's a common misconception and a lot of um, a lot of us that that don't like to go to the doctor about every tiny little thing. Anytime we tend to get irregular, we think, oh, maybe we're low in fiber. Um, and we automatically just go get a fiber supplement and we don't tend to think about these other things. Again, something as simple as, oh, just take a 20 minute bath, and by no means will that make you lose your bowels, but it'll just help you regulate a little. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that's a really good point. Um do you, do you want to move on to number ten? yeah, number ten is it and I'll let you go geeky on this one. It assists with over three hundred enzymatic reactions in the body, over three hundred like think about all the possibilities there, yeah, so all I'm really gonna say about that is that it that you know it just means that it's an essential 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 nutrient. <laughs> that we all need. But most of us don't get enough through our diet. And so doing these baths will actually help you supplement your diet without having to take a pill or take exactly. another supplement, because God knows we probably all have enough on exactly. in our cabinet already. So yeah, just and it's so nice. It's so relaxing. It can be so therapeutic. Um, so yeah, it can really benefit you in a myriad of ways. I don't know about you, but a, a lot of my job as well, um, especially kind of the the health and wellness coaching side of it is is helping people instead of just telling them solutions, but actually giving them practical ways to work it into their daily life. Because I think a lot of us all suffer from that. There aren't enough hours in a day. Now, right now that we're all at home all day long for weeks on end, yeah, there's plenty of hours in the day. but. <laughs>
1: but you know
0: <laughs> yeah right i'm i'm getting so many things done but um i think i think it's very it's very important to leave people with a way to work this into their daily schedule no matter what we talk about like okay how do i practically incorporate this into my daily life um and and again if you whether you're in the bathtub or actually just like soaking your feet in a bucket um remember all you need is 20 minutes. Um, and there's so many things you can do. I choose if, if I'm going to take a bath that day, I don't typically do my morning meditation. I'll meditate when I'm in the bath instead. Um, but you know, maybe you're not into meditation. Maybe you're a musician, so you could take that time to write a poem or a song, or maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a working mom. And so you have a full-time job and, you know, your kids on top of that. So you have, you especially don't have enough hours in the day. Um, you know, you can make your to-do list. You can make phone calls, um, while you're soaking your feet, you can check emails. Um, so, you know, there's so many things you can do with 20 minutes while your feet are in a bucket. Um, and so I just want to throw in there the concept of multitasking. Um, and if you're not into the whole like relaxing for 20 minutes thing, then then do something else with that time and kill two birds with one stone. Okay, that's good. I like that. Um, however, I'm going to sort of um, say that I think all of us could use a good excuse to be still, <laughs> even with all this time. So yes, multitasking is great but I would like to encourage my audience to take advantage and, um, use the stillness. of the Absolutely. Back. I, like I said, that's what I choose to do with it. Um, but I, I, I totally agree. Uh, <laughs> but for, for those that may find that challenging, yes. um, I just, you know, baby steps are important as well. So Absolutely. one thing, one thing at a time, you know, start with this. And then as you get into doing this regularly, then maybe try to use it as your downtime too and and adding that in as well. Great, Stephanie. Thank you so much. That was so helpful and so insightful. I know I love baths and it's um, a big part of my self-care routine. And so... Um where can our listeners connect with you online? How can they get in touch with you? Um, I actually have a an online booking um page. um if you just want to google high low, health and healing, that's l low is the French word for water. so it's l apostrophe e a u um, uh, my, my online booking page will come up and you can just contact, you don't have to book anything. You can just contact me through there. Um, and, but, but that will also show you a list of all my services. And even though I'm located in Pacifica, California, I offer a lot of online, um, and, and tell services. So, um, it doesn't, don't, you know, don't think, oh no, she's wherever. Cause we can, we can still connect. Awesome. And I will put this in the show notes too. So, um, all you guys and ladies out there, not to worry. Um, you'll be able to uh, find it in the show notes. I don't know. Do you have anything that any other resources that you would suggest or maybe something we, I think, um, I think we have given our listeners today definitely something to practice, which is actually like preparing the bath and taking the bath. Anything else you'd like to add or um, maybe something fun or creative? Um, I think, I think, um, I think creatively, like if, if you have some favorite aromas or essential oils, absolutely put a few drops of those in there. Um, if you want to, again, you know, make the most of your time and, and kill a few birds with one stone, um, you know, adding in like some menthols will be good for the respiratory system. Um, typically lavender is a little bit more relaxing. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things you can use if you want to throw in some essential oils to that. Yeah. Um, I actually just had a little, um, light bulb go off as we were talking about this uh especially in the context of immunity and and all of us trying to stay healthy and safe right now don't be afraid to use things like ginger powder ginger powder can help you get a good sweat on and be even more detoxing Um, even turmeric turmeric you can use turmeric powder it might turn your tub orange so be aware of that it washes off don't worry I was actually, can I interrupt you? I actually just did specifically a ginger and turmeric bath, uh, my last one. Yeah, I love it. And it has been a little difficult uh, to get the orange out. Um, And I don't know if you're a homeowner or if you rent, but um, maybe that that may be one thing you may want to consider to still take orally if you're afraid of, staining a bathtub that you don't own. <laughs> yes. I may or may not have done that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or if anyone out there knows how to get the orange color of turmeric out of a bathtub, please, yes. <laughs> please feel free to put that in the show notes. <laughs> yes, please. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for being here today. Is there anything else that you want the audience to know or any more Um, information about where to find you or your um, practice or anything else before we Uh, get off for the day. Um. Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I have just opened up a new wellness center here in Pacifica that I'm really excited about. And when I say new, I mean brand spankin' new. We just opened our doors in January, and we were just about to do our grand opening in March um, when all this Um, coronavirus stuff started going down so we actually had to delay it which you know everything everything comes in due time when it's supposed to Um, but if you are in the Bay Area when all of when we have survived all of this and and are all back in our offices and back to our daily lives um, stay tuned for the announcement of our grand opening and come by and check us out great And I'm sure you and I will have more discussions in the future about uh, all sorts of fun stuff, especially as you progress in your acupuncture program, too. I'm super excited to have some more conversations with you about all sorts of fun stuff. So thank you again for being here today. And as always, you can find this show on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Anchor.fm, CastBox, Pretty much anywhere there's a podcast out there, you can find Body Radio. Wow. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. I had no idea that I was going to be on so many platforms. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, you guys feel free to give me your feedback. Let us know what you want to hear more of, or if you have any follow-up questions, we'd be happy to answer those and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Namaste.